1: President Tsai Ing-wen on Tuesday received a high-level delegation from the European Parliament at the presidential office. The delegation is led by Nicola Beer, the vice president of the EU body. Beer expressed support for Taiwan, saying that the
2: EU would stand up against any unilateral attempt to change the status quo in the Taiwan Strait. She added that decisions on the future of Taiwan should be made by the people of Taiwan.
3: One by one, President Tsai Ing-wen greets the members of a delegation led by European Parliament Vice President Nicola Beer. It's a historic moment.
4: As the first high-level official delegation to Taiwan from the European Parliament, your visit is exceptionally significant in deepening our bilateral relations.
3: The president detailed how since last year the European Parliament has adopted 20 pro-Taiwan resolutions. She stressed that the EU and Taiwan are like-minded democratic partners.
4: In addition, faced with the expansion of authoritarianism, Taiwan stands on the front line in defending democracy. We are willing and able to share our experiences with the world. We also look forward to strengthening cooperation with fellow democracies so as to jointly create a resilient democratic alliance.
5: Together with you, we are working for peace and stability in the region, so we stand up against any provocation or threatening of the status quo. We want to continue also having good relations to People's Republic of China but let me express clearly Europe's deep and serious concern about China moving in a direction that could unilaterally alter the status quo. This must not happen under no circumstances, under no pretext. Only the Taiwanese people can decide on Taiwanese future. We call on the Republic of China to refrain from its threatening gestures We admonish China not to destroy Taiwan's blessing, but to take an active and constructive part in maintaining and securing the current status quo based on mutual and respectful dialogue.
3: Beer expressed solidarity with Taiwan, saying that Taiwan had the power and should be respected on the international stage.
5: Expressing this wish contributing to fulfill it. This is really a conviction of European Parliament and on my personal conviction as well for peace, security and stability in the region for Taiwan, Europe and the world.
3: Beer, who is from Germany, wished peace and security for the world while stressing the EU's strong friendship with Taiwan.
5: Taiwan's
2: military is now preparing for the live-fire Hanguang military exercises coming up next week, which will feature simulations of an invasion by China.
1: As China's threat grows, former U.S. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, who is currently in Taiwan, suggested that Taiwan should implement conscription for both men and women lasting at least one year.
2: A scholar also emphasized the importance of human resource management to maximize Taiwan's military capability.
4: Black Hawk helicopters flew across Taipei in the early morning on Wednesday, preparing for the live-fire Hanguang military exercises in the coming week on ground level, the Marines were fully geared up too. Soldiers placed red flags onto Humvees that will simulate an invasion by the Chinese military. Facing China's growing threat, Taiwan is sparing no effort in increasing its defense capabilities. On Tuesday, former U.S. Secretary of Defense Mark Esper offered suggestions to Taiwan during a press conference at the Ministry
0: of Foreign Affairs. Um, Taiwan is a country, as a people, are well-armed. It That is a nation under arms. Uh, first and foremost, prepared to deter a Chinese invasion or uh, attack of some kind. And if the Chinese invade this island, they're going to attack everybody. And it's going to be every man, woman, and child fighting
4: Emphasizing the importance of asymmetric warfare, Esper said Taiwan would have to adopt mass conscription and have all citizens serve at least one year in the military. Some Taiwanese people seem to agree.
3: If one enjoys rights in this country, then it seems that one would also be obliged to serve in military, whether you're a man or a woman. A division of labor is needed to protect our country. It's not that everyone should go to war, rifle in hand. Some can help others behind the scenes, for example, by supporting logistics or help with medical treatment and
2: bandaging.
3: The length of conscription isn't a point, it's what's being trained. What missions those being mobilized will carry out, I believe that's more important.
4: The scholar said it's not the length of military service that matters most, but what soldiers are being trained to do and how human resources are being managed to maximize military capability.
1: Former Health Minister Chen shih headed to Longshan Temple to pray for a successful campaign as he runs for Taipei mayor. The historic temple is located in Taipei's Wanhua District, which was a COVID hotspot during Taiwan's first major COVID outbreak.
2: Amid criticism from his competitors over the location, which Chen called a breach in COVID containment while serving as CECC head, Chen responded that using COVID as a weapon in one's campaign was inappropriate.
3: Fans greet former health minister Chen shih as he arrives at Taipei's historic Longshan Temple to pray for a successful mayoral race.
1: <laughs>
3: the temple's president, although a member of the KMT, gifted Chen a calligraphy scroll he had written himself.
4: As long as you come here to Longshan Temple, we welcome you. There are no political factions here. We're neutral. <laughs> Many Taipei residents were very welcoming. I felt it too. Thank you all. I will do my best."
3: Chen kicked off his mayoral campaign right here in Taipei's Wanhua District, a hotspot during Taiwan's first major COVID outbreak. He was accompanied by the district's legislator, Freddy Lim. The choice of location was a reminder of the CCC's controversial comments under Chen's helm.
4: Back when I was questioned at the Legislative Yuan, some of my word choices were probably not so accurate. If anyone had been hurt as a result, then I must also apologize most sincerely. 萬華絕對是... Wang Hua is most certainly the front line against the spread of COVID, and certainly not a place where the disease went rampant, as the CECC and Minister Chen had said. How should Wang Hua residents feel about that comment? I think the damage is already done.
3: The KMG candidate questions Chen's past comments. Taipei Deputy Mayor Huang Shanshan Tu said the former minister should make amends.
4: I think of course it's commendable that the minister is willing to take back his words, but the damage has been long done. Whether the outbreak originated from Novotel or Wanhua, I think it's still necessary that the minister make it clear to Walhua residents. Any antagonism created by weaponizing the virus is not good, I think. COVID-19 isn't a fight between people.
3: Chen responded to his competitors' comments on the CECC's past statements, saying they were inappropriate.
2: Taiwan reported 26,943 local cases on Wednesday and 57 COVID-related deaths. That's 20 more deaths than reported on Tuesday. But officials say the overall trend is
1: declining. Starting Thursday, children aged 5 and under will be eligible to get vaccinated with Moderna's child vaccine. Doctors advise parents to get their children vaccinated to be protected against the disease.
4: Children under 2, it offers 50% protection. For children aged 2 to 5, it offers 30% to 40% protection. As it is, it is advisable to get vaccinated.
0: vaccinated.
4: The child vaccines can be administered to children aged 6 months to 5 years, children who haven't turned 6 yet. We have reviewed the inoculation plans devised by each county and city. we like to remind local governments to keep in mind the comfort and convenience of vaccination sites. If possible, they should be preschools or daycares. Each local government can consider its options. Ideally, there would be inoculation clinics at night and on weekends so that parents can take their kids for a shot.
1: The CECC also announced expanded eligibility for second vaccine boosters. Previously, only people aged 65 and up were able to get a fourth shot. Starting Friday, people aged 50 and up will also be qualified. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices says the decision was made amid a rise in global covid cases, adding that the protection offered by vaccination and infection wanes over time. We turn now to Taipei's trendy Ximen district, where retail is in crisis. Taipei's border are still closed to visitors from abroad, and for stores in Ximen, that's a real headache. Last year, a
2: luxury watch store that had occupied a key spot in the iconic commercial district shut its doors for the last time. Now, an affordable jewelry store has taken up shop in the building, a clear sign of the district's change in fortune.
4: Customers try on earrings and hair accessories in front of the mirror. This is a fantastic place for a bit of retail therapy. (laughs) You can try on a classic pose with this old-timey telephone or even a typewriter. This lounge area has become a perfect Insta photo spot. Ximen Shopping District may have been hit by the pandemic, but this affordable jewelry store has set up shop in the prime spot on the first floor of Yan Building.
0: When I walked by here in the past, it was a watch store or the Yin Building or something. I think recently I came by and saw it was jewelry, the kind of thing that young girls would want to come by and browse. Uh, this Recently, I realized this setup was really big, so I came in to have a look around. Ximun is
4: popular with young shoppers, and these affordable jewelry stores are aimed right at the key demographics here. But this first floor location was a high-end watchmaker for 50 years. The pandemic put paid to the watches, and the company bowed out in late 2021. You can still see faint traces of the watch store today. But the modest prices of this jewelry are incomparable to the high High margins once charged on luxury products here.
0: Does the new store pay the rent? <laughs> Right now, we believe that the pandemic is gradually receding, so it's great to be coming in at this point in time. For example, at weekends now, our average daily turnover is at least in the six digits. We are very optimistic about the future commercial potential here when the pandemic recedes. For this specific location, the market rental price for this area probably falls around 5,000 to 8,000 NT per ping. In reality, in this area, an affordable jewelry store probably achieves a certain standard in terms of its rate of substitution. This this real estate
4: expert says that with all the young people shopping in Ximen it should be possible for stores like this to keep business going smoothly. But judging by the large number of empty stores littering the area and the lack of crowds, Ximen will be a shadow of its former self until Taiwan reopens its borders to foreign visitors.
2: On Tuesday night, Uni President announced they will take full ownership of Carrefour Taiwan. Uni President, which already holds a 40-percent stake in the hypermarket chain, will purchase the remaining 60-percent from the French parent company for 29
1: billion NT. The transaction will make Carrefour Taiwan a fully Taiwan-owned enterprise. As long as the Fair Trade Commission approves the sale, the deal could be completed as early as mid-2023. Today,
3: Uni President Enterprises Corporation and President Chain Corporation approved a resolution through their board of directors to acquire equity stake in Car4Taiwan.
4: On late Tuesday evening, Uni President dropped a bombshell announcement that it will take full ownership of Car4Taiwan for for 29 billion NT$. The deal comes days after competitor PX Mart was giving the green light to acquire hypermarket operator RT Mart. The deals mean major changes to Taiwan's retail sector.
3: The lines between companies in the distribution industry are blurring. They all want to grow their presence. The distribution industry has always benefited from economies of scale, so mergers are the fastest way to do that.
4: Carrefour Taiwan entered the Taiwan market 34 years ago, aided by Uni President founder Gao Qingyuan. At the time, Carrefour held 60% equity stake, with Uni President holding the remaining 40%. The French company said that if it ever decided to leave Taiwan, Uni President would be given priority to purchase its stake. Reports that Carrefour was planning to pull out of Taiwan had been circulating for some time, with Far Eastern Group, Fubon Group, PXMart, and Cathay Group's Zheng Yu all expressing interest in acquiring the company. In the end, Uni President got the deal, purchasing all of the remaining 60% equity stake for 65 NT per share, turning Carrefour Taiwan from a French company into a fully Taiwan owned company. PXMart's purchase of RT Mart was given approval by the Fair Trade Commission but with some conditions attached. Now, the Carrefour deal will also have to go through the Fair Trade Commission. The transaction could be completed as early as mid-2023. The
3: commission will review whether the acquisition by Unipresident can be fulfilled with fair supply conditions to prevent the blocking of suppliers within the distribution industry. Traditionally, PX Mart did fresh food, but after establishing itself in urban areas, it acquired RT Mart. Its market power is very big, so of course it could be a threat to Unipresident.
4: A major change-up is coming to Taiwan's retail market, but who will come out on top is already a foregone conclusion. Uni President operates more than 6,600 shops, to which it will add 340 Carrefour outlets. Meanwhile, PX Smart has 1,057 shops, to which it is incorporating 22 RT-Mart outlets. With both leading retailers continuing to grow, it remains to be seen whether their expansion will have any impact on consumer habits and on small and medium-sized enterprises in the sector.
1: Egg prices in Taiwan are surging, fueled by soaring demand during the summer break. Wholesale egg prices went up by 2 NT per caddy, from 50 NT to a record high of 52 NT.
2: The spike is also caused by falling production as about one million hens stop laying eggs to molt their feathers. The Council of Agriculture says that although prices have risen, it's not calling the situation a shortage. Let's hear from the COA minister.
4: We check whether the amount of eggs is enough to satisfy consumer demand. There are no problems with the numbers. The price is decided by market mechanisms. Earlier this year, we went through that egg shortage crisis. Farmers didn't dare retire their old chickens or egg laying hens, so they all waited until this month, and now all their chickens are molting.
2: So when will egg prices come down again? Experts say it could take as little as one month, as the COA expects feed prices to drop soon and molting to end in a few weeks. Pingtung County and the Taiwan Railways Administration have launched a time-limited lunchbox that makes Grouper the star of the meal. Earlier this year, China ordered the import of the fish from Taiwan to stop harming
1: local fishermen. The lunchboxes will be available at 10 train stations around Taiwan from July 20th to the end of the month. Originally, the plan had been to take the grouper lunch boxes only available in southern Taiwan. Pingdong Commissioner Pan Mongan says he hopes that more than 20-thousand grouper meals can be sold by the end of the month, and that they can continue being sold after the event ends. He says that lunchbox prices can be kept down by striking long-term deals with fish farmers.
2: Most people know Turtle Island, but do you know Geelong
1: Islet, the small island just outside Geelong Port? The city recently renovated its mountain path, making the peak a good day trip destination even for those less firm of foot. From the top, you get a 360-degree panora- panorama of the sea.
2: Be sure to book your boat ticket well in advance. There's a cap on the number of visitors each day to keep the island from being overrun.
3: From up here on the viewing platform, a vast seascape unfolds. Tourists take lots of snaps to remember their visit by. The picturesque Jilong Islet is sometimes known as Taiwan's Dragon Ball.
4: We have totally renovated the mountain path leading up to the peak on Jilong Islet.
3: There's lots to see and do on the island, but the peak is a highlight for most visitors. From here, you get a 360-degree panorama of the ocean. The old mountain path was neglected for years, but a city government began renovations in November, and in July, a totally regenerated path was unveiled. The new path is a gentle and level stroll with newly built viewing platforms beside the path for anyone needing a sit-down or a rest. The island only opens its gates to 1,200 visitors a day, and tickets sell fast.
4: Visiting Geelong Island is quite a popular activity. If you can arrange to go there on a weekday, it's best, because we have a daily visitor limit of 1,200 people now, and we don't want everybody to be crowding together on the weekends.
3: On a hot summer's day, getting up here to enjoy the breeze and the blue sky is a lovely way to escape the city. A stroll up the hill is appropriate, even for folks who need to take it gently, and the island has other beautiful secrets to reveal in every season of the year.
1: Taiwan is hosting its first exhibition by celebrated Japanese artist Asao Tokoro. The artist is best known for designing the 2020 Tokyo Olympics emblem, but he's renowned as a pattern pioneer worldwide.
2: The designer and educator has been working with the theme Connection for decades and the work in his new show is no exception. Visitors can even contribute to its most unforgettable scene by adding a small piece of origami to the work. We caught up with Tokoro to hear more of what Connection means to him.
4: Over 1,000 paper cranes strung together to create a sea of birds. This is Tokolo's first exhibition in Taiwan. Visitors are invited to contribute more origami cranes to send blessings out into the world. The whole exhibition features 300 of Tokolo's works brought over from Japan, including the harmonized checkered emblem designed to represent the 2020 Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics.
3: The Tokyo Olympics emblem is a ring shape, and the Paralympics is a shape of an open mouth. Everyone saw the performance by the drones at the opening ceremony. They even turned the rings into balls. It all tried to express connection. For the image created by the drone performance, other designers and engineers collaborated. It was a team effort.
4: Tokolo graduated from the architectural school of Tokyo Zouke University in 1992. He founded his own pattern design studio in 2001 and in 2020 he designed the Olympic emblem. But surprisingly, when asked why he switched from architecture to patterns and graphic design, Tocolo names the 9 11 terrorist attacks in the US as his prompt.
3: Vast tragedies like 9 11 represent a kind of rupture. Some people can express their feelings about a rupture like this using words and language, or they can express some kind of wish for healing. But I'm not someone who can express himself well in words, so it's through pictures that I express my wish for the world to reconnect once more.
4: Connection is the theme that runs through all the art in the show. Tokolo hopes the friendship between Taiwan and Japan will deepen and become more intimate as Taiwanese visitors engage with his work.